Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Views and opinions expressed by hosts, invited speakers, and callers do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Black Talk Media Project or the Black Talk Radio Network. Or you could say real rock from the rock. An unusual musical happening in a most unusual place. The state prison. I got a letter from the government the other day. I opened and read it. It said they were suckers. They wouldn't leave for the army or whatever. They tell me giving a damn. I said never. Here is a land that never gave a damn about a brother like me and myself because they never did. I wasn't with it, but just that very minute. Hello, everybody. This is Cece, uh, standing in for Mr. David Wren of Tando Radio. Um, he's off doing projects again, uh, so we send our blessings with him, and I thank him for allowing me to sit in today. Um, thank you, Scotty, for um, back engineering the situation for us today, and um, I thank all the listeners for listening in today. So today is Friday, and um, we'll be talking about a few subjects. I've got some guests on the phone. I've got my sister, Avery Harry, and then I've got, there she is, and I've got uh, my new friend, Alex, who is very informed on our subject matter today, which is, um, we're going to be talking about organ harvesting. Um, That's been big business for foreign people, white people, all kind of people. Um, they have been harvesting the organs of black people. And um, some of us just have no idea what the heck is going on. Um, but there's been a lot of missing people in the news, never heard of again. There's been a lot of uh, missing children, black children that are never heard from again. Um, the video that we're going to listen to in a little while speaks of um, the children that have been missing from Hurricane Katrina. Um, there have been helicopters that rescued the children, but the parents never saw their children again. So we know that there's some foolery going on, um, as usual, <laughs> um, to say the least. So with that being said, Alex is on the phone. Alex, what knowledge do you have as far as the harvesting of black organs? Um, what, what do you have to give to us today about that? Actually, let's find out. <laughs> I got to tell you, when you start looking at organ harvesting, you got to really pick your spot. We can go back to George Washington and his legend of wooden teeth, but we all know from Hidden Colors that he had human teeth. We can also go back to the 50s and look at the good sister, Henrietta Lacks, who went into the hospital to be treated for cancer and they stole two cell samples from her, which had nothing to do with her cancer. And after her death, they took these cells and pretty much used them to create all kinds of vaccines and 
other medicines and use these cells for scientific testing, many, many different things. And the government actually decided that the cells that were hers were discarded tissue. And they actually stated clearly that there was no claim that could be made against them or the doctors for that discarded tissue. So her body became essentially the property of whoever had it. Right. Which is incredible. Right. Which is incredible that because is. they're telling you that the government owns your body. Mm. They can claim wow. they can claim anything is discarded tissue. Also, we can look at the fact that for many years there have been talk of drive by shootings in black neighborhoods. Well, if you're on Facebook or, or social media at all, I'm sure by now you've seen the mask that some of these individuals wear where they disguise themselves as black people and go through the black neighborhoods and shoot these individuals. Typically, it's men they're shooting, and then these men go somewhere, and many of them have their organs harvested. Hmm. For example, some of you may say that sounds far-fetched. Well, Steve Jobs needed a kidney transplant a few years ago. Yeah, I'm sure you know Steve Jobs from Apple. Absolutely. Well, he went in for, for a liver transplant, and instantly went to the top of the list. They found a liver for this guy so quickly it seemed inhumanly possible. And you find that rich people tend to get organ transplants quicker, faster, and better than the rest of the populace. And they try to explain it away by saying you can go to different cities and, and, and wait in line and somehow you can bump up. But the reality is they are finding organs and then they're finding hospitals that will place these organs in these individuals. And those organs typically are for melanated people because the fact is by being the original man, our organs are of higher quality. And that sounds right. far-fetched right. until you look at what's happening in Israel. Mm -hmm. There are gangs of people in Israel who actually force people to sell their organs to the actual hospitals and other individuals. So this is a, a global thing. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's a, it's a conspiracy fact that you have people that are out there murdering black people to get their organs. We haven't even gotten yet to Hillary Clinton's favorite group, Planned Parenthood. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. so <laughs> we haven't yep. touched on that yet. That's a whole other topic. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We know about the eugenics uh, movement. We've talked about that um, quite often here um, on this program. Um, you know, and it's just amazing that we have to hear this type of thing because nobody wants to believe that people are murdering other people to take organs. I mean, it just sounds far fetched, but when you look at all the facts and you put together what is going on in the United States, it, it just, it makes sense. It totally makes sense. Um, I was talking to a person a couple weeks back, and they told me that um, when they go to have their baby, the hospital said that uh, they would let them donate the cord blood, you know, because the cord blood is able to be saved in case something else yes. happens later on. Yeah, so the, the cord blood, um, they would let them donate the cord blood and so the dad was like well no we want our own cord blood he said well if you want the cord blood then we have to charge you three thousand dollars to take your own cord blood home 
And I was like, right. wow, that, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> You're going to charge people, but you'll let them donate it themselves. So it just tells you right then and there what is going on in the medical field. And when you talk about Henrietta Lacks, that thing is just an atrocity. I don't know if our listeners know the story of Henrietta Lacks, but if you don't know the story um, and you have Internet access or even, you know, have access to a library, go ahead and get the book. But I would tell you that that story was written in such a way you're supposed to think that the great white hope came through and helped these people when realistically they were left destitute. Henrietta Lacks' family didn't even have health insurance. They were left poor. They're not receiving any compensation for the whole world using this woman's cell to um, cure diseases, which is ridiculous. But we're actually going to get into um, – the organ harvesting video, but before that, Avery, what do you think about this crazy stuff? Well, you know, for a long time, like when I was a teenager, it was kind of like urban legend that people would like kidnap people and steal their organs and they would like wake up from like some crazy spring break in the tub full of ice. And, you know, so then when you hear that it's something that's actually happening, you don't really want to believe it, but. I mean, the truth is the truth, and it just is what it is. Um, I think it's really sad that um, a lot of people either maybe just turn the other way and, you know, they don't want to hear about it. It just upsets me that people are so frightened to take action against certain things that are happening. Like, I look around, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this world is just crazy. So, yeah, Um I don't know. There's I mean, a, uh, I don't know. You know how I am. I'm I'm like nothing to talk to anymore. So uh, right. Yeah, that's something that I've known about already. So I'm definitely not shocked, but I just think it's an atrocity and I think that something needs to be done, but what? I don't know, other than the fact that they need to stop killing people to steal their organs. Right, right. There's, there's, well the thing is to have go ahead. I'm sorry, Alex, go ahead. I'm sorry, there's really only one real solution to this kind of problem, and that's only going to be the solidarity of those being attacked. Once you right. understand that you are in a war, you conduct yourself differently than when you think you're operating under peace. The bottom line is we are being culled, C-U-L-L-E-D, like, like animals, like sheep, like, like pigs to slaughter. We are being mm. murdered, and our organs are being taken. Our rights to preserve our bodies are being taken I mean, you got to look at Kendrick Johnson. Young man was rolled up in a mat with his and, and, and murdered, and his family goes to bury him, and his organs are gone. Right. I mean, this is this is an epidemic that's happening across the nation, across the globe, and you have so many people who are witnessing this but not understanding what they're seeing. And the job of those who are enlightened or awakened, you must inform people that you are being murdered and used for spare body parts. That's what some of these, you can actually tie the drug war into this because you can try Freeway Ricky, Ricky Ross into getting drugs from the stud working with the CIA, the CIA sending the drugs into the city, and what's happening is during the drug war, people are dying and being murdered, and the government's taking those bodies and taking the organs. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and well, I mean, it really, makes perfectly good sense. Well, they do everything under a cloud, a fog, like a like a smoke, like 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 a mask, if you will. They hide what they're right. doing like a good magician, but they actually are not fooling all of us. Because Brother Dick Gregory, 
this brother drops a lot of knowledge on this. He put me up on an article. And I mean, I watched one of his videos. He's talking about an article um, from the New York Times back in 2009. And as a matter of fact, it was June 2009, June 23rd. And 44 people charged in New Jersey corruption sweep. Now, in this article, you're talking about rabbis. You're talking about town officials, city officials, two mayors, two assemblymen, five rabbis were all arrested for smuggling and corruption. When you read further into the article, you see them talking about forcing people to sell kidneys, organ mm. harvesting. These people were organ harvesting and a sting that went from Jersey to Brooklyn into Israel. Wow. And remember, remember, Israel is one of those sites where they already harass and attack the true ethnic Jews, the Ethiopians. And yes, they, yes. And they actually sterilize them with their vaccinations, the vaccines. But at yeah, the same time, they're... At the same time, they're stealing our organs to go into their bodies. So we understand wow. that this is a global conspiracy where these folks are actually attacking us and doing things to us that we're not even aware of. So mm -hmm. once again, well, you know, the they, they actually steal bones too. Like they don't just steal organs; they steal bones as well. They steal whole bodies. You yeah. can go. Um, <laughs> and we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit later, but. You can look it up where there are corporations doing business with the Pentagon that actually have been caught trafficking in children and women. Bodies. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So, Definitely. So that's, that's what that's our video something. is going to talk about. Yeah. Okay, great, great, great. I guess, we're, I guess we'll hear about that then. Yeah, well, we, we're going to continue um, until you – know, then we'll get to the video after commercial because I don't want to start the video and then we have to go into the commercial, but – you are absolutely right, but the the thing is, we all have to just become aware of what's going on. We've lived under such a fog of what this American quote dream is, when it's really American nightmare, because well, Russ, nobody, yeah, no, nobody is really able to uh, obtain what this fake American dream is. It's just not. I mean, they are children, folks, left and right. Um, you know, I'm 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 looking at what they're doing to black people, but we know that they're killing a lot of black people and poor people. Um, I mean, just the story about the the guy in Georgia wrapped up in the mat. What was his name? Kendrick. Kendrick. Kendrick yeah. Johnson. Oh, yes, I was Ken, Kendrick Johnson. Okay, they they buried him, and then the parents said exhumed the body. They found newspaper stuffed in his body. That is that is that is ridiculous. Disgusting. It is ridiculous, absolutely crazy. And think about the ones we don't even know about. They've been doing this stuff for generations. Um, I was listening yeah, to Doctor Forever. Yeah, Doctor Joy DeGruy, where um, the the speculum, the the gynecological speculum was invented through the pain of black women, because we know that uh, white people feel that black people feel less pain or no pain at all. So in his this guy's experimentation, he did all these experiments on black women's vaginal areas. I mean, it's just it goes way, way back, and it is just hopeless. But like I said, we got to open our eyes to what's going on here. There's not just missing children all of a sudden; they are kidnapping children, 
kidnapping grown folks, kidnapping people who are on drugs, and harvesting organs and doing all kinds of stuff that is so unheard of. But we have to open our eyes and become aware of what is going on around us. And it's so, not going to get any better. As it, uh-huh. So, Cece, um appears we have some callers. One of them just hung up. I guess they, you know, uh, had to go. Uh-oh. But um, just oh. for the listeners, the call-in number is 712-775-7035. The participant code is 660079. Hit pound key. And then if you want to comment, hit star six and one. Hit star six and one. We do have a person in the caller's queue from area code 717. Should I take that call? Absolutely. Let him on, Scotty. Okay. 717. Please go ahead with your question yes, and comment. Sister. How are you? Oh, it's Brother Davis. How are you doing, Brother Davis? <laughs> I'm delighted. How are you? I'm delighted because I, you're doing an exceptional job. And one of the, the issues that you're talking about now, we have to take literally hold of the understanding if it's happening in America, it's happening to black people all over the world. So the numbers are Absolutely. really immense. Mm-hmm. And one of the things mm-hmm. I wanted to point out to people is this. We got to be stop saying them and they. We know mm-hmm. that there is a racist white supremacy connection here. Right. And the reality right. is when we don't use those terms, people have a tendency to continue to so-called fake their minds out by not saying exactly what's on it, by tiptoeing around the truth. The reality is this government has always had an agenda to control the numbers of African Americans in the country. And every time you turn around, there's more and more disappearance from every age level. We always talk softly about the truth when we need to talk boldly about it. Somebody is kidnapping these people, killing them, and then they're throwing their bodies away like trash. And these are people's fathers, mothers, sisters, and brothers. Absolutely. Well, congratulate you, sister. The, the topic is definitely timing and old timely and, and overdue. And as long as we as African Americans accept the lies, like the perfect example, the, one of the lies is the, the political uh, campaign is going on right now. But yet, when you go into a booth and take a vote, you're going into an electronic booth. Well, if you can do anything with programming, why can't you program my vote for one person to go to someone else? Oh, absolutely. We can't expect a a country that talks integrity and does something else outside the country to not be operating the same way inside the country. Listen, I'm going to sit back in the back room and listen to your sister. You're doing an excellent job. I just wanted to give you a few kudos to let you know I'm I'm hanging with you. (laughs) Well, I appreciate it, Brother Davis. Thank you. And tell Sister Davis that I said thank you for the support. I appreciate you both. Thank you, Sister. And we let us hush. Okay. All right. We do have another caller from area code 214. Go ahead with your question or comment. Hey, this is uh, Patria. How you guys doing? Hello, Miss McKinney. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I just wanted to say, um, you know, yeah, I haven't heard a lot about, you know, harvesting organs, but I definitely would not find it shocking because, like you say, uh, 
you know, we know that our people are always disappearing and they're never trying uh, to really find them. And then also, even with just going to the doctor, you know, people are on prescription medications and all they're doing is just getting sicker and sicker and dying quicker. And so, you know, we know that when they die, everything in their body, you know, is not bad. So I, I, I'm just, you know, not surprised. And I definitely, you know, feel that this could be going on. You are absolutely right. I mean, that's something that we have to look at as the medical industry, you know, because we tend to take the doctor's word as God's word when the title in itself tells you who they are. They are practicing medicine. Who are they practicing on? They're practicing on you. So if you don't realize that by now, you better get an understanding quickly because the medicine that they're giving is meant to kill you because they're looking to uh, uh, operate in their agenda continuously. So, you know, for us to have the knowledge that we have, we have to continue to spread the word and try to make other people aware because this stuff is not going away. And it's always been here and it's going to get worse. Exactly. I agree. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for calling in, Ms. McKinney. We will talk to you another time, okay? All right. Thank you. Uh-huh. Q&A queue is cleared. Okay, okay if I could well, touch in real well. quickly, if I could just, just interject something very quickly. Absolutely. I think we have to um, – I'm glad the brother called in and said let loose a little bit because I, I, this is my first time on the show, so I'm trying to be – PC a little bit, but I simply uh, expose uh, 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 yeah. white racism. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on, Alex. Let me just tell you right now, you don't have to be PC anything on this show. We are here to say what we need to say, so you just let it go. <laughs> okay, okay. That's good news. I typically expose white supremacy for what it is because I tell people all the time when I'm on Facebook or, or my show, I tell folks straight up that White supremacy is very similar to deviltry, like witchcraft, sorcery, evil, because it's something that you can't touch, but it affects everything that you do in a negative way. So I tell people very concisely that this is something that we, as melanated black people, must confront like it's a straight-up enemy. We can't make friends with it. We can't negotiate with it. It serves only to delete us from existence. So we're going to really confront white supremacy, because that's that's the force that's behind black organ, organ harvesting. That's the force that's behind Planned Parenthood. That's the force mm -hmm. that's behind the continued ma'afa against our people. So mm -hmm. we must understand that if we're talking about really fighting back against these negative systems, then our solidarity is what's necessary. And by consolidating our efforts, we can then deny these people coming into our neighborhoods and setting up black sites like they did in Chicago. Because, you know, in Chicago, the police had a house, a building that looked like a normal building, but it was a station. Oh, it's where a they jail. Took, yeah, yeah, I heard they about took that. People, they took people in, and some people came out, but we have no idea how many people went in and if they ever came out. They were beating mm. people and torturing people there, and that's in conjunction with FEMA. So I don't want to get you into the King Alfred plan right now, but I'm telling you right now that Rex 84 is in effect. These people are snatching us up off the streets and doing strange things with us, and we need to stand strong and stand tall and deny them access. We need to create communities yes. that will cut them off at the knees so they can't come in and shoot us and then steal our organs because Steve Jobs is not getting an organ from just anywhere. He's getting a perfect right. match. 
these rich people right. are getting what they want because they believe they control this world by their this strange elite Luciferian mentality. So what we have to do as melanated intelligent people is deny them access. And that's why I tell people that we have to build communities of strong black people and separate ourselves from those who would seek to hurt us. And that's mm-hmm. what we need to do because if you're talking about these white supremacists who will police you by shooting you because they think you have a gun, by shooting a child because he's playing with a toy gun, or by throwing women down on the street, putting their knees in their back, those people have no place in our lives. And if we think for one second that these people will shoot us within two seconds, that they won't steal a liver or a kidney, then we're kidding ourselves. Because they will definitely steal whatever they want from our bodies and use it, and then still come back and murder more of us to get seconds. Oh, hell, of course. Absolutely. So we have to get in our heads that this is a war against white supremacists. And I say white supremacists meaning Margaret Sanger and those who believe that she's their idol, like Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton, absolutely. And we also must understand that we're at a war against people like Donald Trump, who says, black people love me. But when he's talking about white people, he says, everybody loves me. See, people miss these little details. When it's, when it's black people or Mexicans, he says the name of the groups. When it's white people, he says everybody. This is what we're dealing with in America, these elitist racists who think they can take our organs, take our cells, take our teeth, and not pay a penalty. Well, I'm like Malcolm. I'm for peace with any man who wants peace. But if you touch me, I'm putting you six feet deep. That's right. That's what people understand is that we, we have to realize that being loving peace, rather, is a whole lot different than being nonviolent. Being nonviolent is a wonderful is. thing. But when someone attacks you and tries to murder your family, being nonviolent is not an option. It's not sane. It's not rational. And it's not consistent with what should be done in an effort to continue your people. So if someone right. attacks you, you must defend yourself with all your energy, all your intelligence. And it's not, it's not even human nature to not defend yourself. So, I mean, it's just not. It's not well, the human yeah. thing to do. Since we're not holding back, not <laughs> since we're not holding back, we're not dealing with humans. We're dealing with evil energy that's taking people to a place you Understand something. They are taking your body, your dead body, and taking the organs for their own purposes. That's evil. You didn't give them consent. You didn't give them consent. You didn't say, I donate this. They're murdering you and taking what they want, like they're grocery shopping. Nothing else covers that but evil. So we must understand that the Luciferians that run this country, the white supremacists that run this country, are people who do not value human life. So when they see a person that has a match for their client or their brother or their sister, they murder that person and take that match. That's why we're telling black people in my group, we're telling black people, do not consent to donating your organs. Do not do it. Because once they have your information, they match you up for their relative or their friend or the elitist. And then they come and get you as they need you and take your body parts. That's real. That's not conspiracy. That's real. And talk to Dick Gregory, <laughs> Paul Mooney, I mean, the author, what's her name, Sloot, who wrote the book for Henrietta Lacks? You, you mm-hmm. read about her work. She will tell you 
that they were unauthorized to take these samples from Henrietta. They had no right. permission. And not only that, once again, I'll restate it, the, the taking of these cells had nothing to do with her sickness. Right, right, right. right. Well, she, went in, she went in for true. one thing, and they did something totally different to her. And that's what happens to melanated people. That's why so many of us are afraid to go to doctors because the old stories come back from, from 20 years ago, 50, 60, 70, 100 years ago, that we go see doctors, we come back without an arm, a leg, a foot, a, a kidney. We don't know what they took mm-hmm. from us. We do not right. know. You don't know so, what they took from you. You don't know what they injected in you. You don't know what. And so, gonna, I mean, I'm hit you with we this one. need to... Uh-huh. Well, can you can you say that, brother? For after the break, we're overdue for our yes. station identification. I sure can. I sure can. <laughs> I didn't hear music. <laughs> okay. That's yeah, sure. my system is acting kind of funny. Okay. Uh, are we not on the radio right now? Yes, we are. No, we, we are. <laughs> we are. We are. <laughs> you didn't hear music. I'm like, what happened? Yeah, you're listening to Tando Radio Show on the Black Talk Radio Network. Stay tuned. We'll be back on the other side of this station identification break. <laughs> You are tuned in to the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts and live program scheduling, visit us on the web at blacktalkradionetwork.com. Okay, everybody, we're back. Um, Tando Radio, this is Kiki Harry with my guest. Alex, and I have Avery Harry, my sister, on the line, and we are talking about um, harvesting and stealing organs from, well, the white supremacists stealing organs from um, black people, and Alex, you were talking about something before we went to break. I was going to say, remember that one of their favorite pieces of work is Frankenstein. Frankenstein. What is Frankenstein about? Playing with body parts. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. They love this whole concept of taking human organs, taking human bodies, and reshuffling them and rebuilding them into something else. Exactly. Mm -hmm. They want to play Mm -hmm. God. They want to play Mm -hmm. God. So my thing, my thing to melanated people is, you must understand. I don't, what you believe is your business, but when you start researching what the white supremacists truly believe, they believe in Lucifer. They believe mm-hmm. in ending, ending the man that you know, the mankind, the mankind as he exists now. They believe in ending that. They have a plan that by 2050, that they're going to have a solid white holographic body with a digital mind, basically. That sounds crazy? Look it up. Look up transhumanism. You will find that the elitist, white supremacist, Luciferians are trying to become angelic beings. They tell you it doesn't exist, but they're trying to create it right now. And I won't get into too, too much of that, but the bottom line is, when you talk about organ harvesting, that's them playing God to extend their lives. You ever notice how a lot of these really rich people live for a long time? Have you noticed that? Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they, they do that because what they're doing is 
They're taking your black body parts, putting to their bodies. And by the way, we all know by now that they are genetically recessive. Then what they're doing is they're taking blood. They're treating themselves with blood. Now, let me explain that a little bit further. You guys all, you all know who Kim Kardashian is. Yeah. There was a picture of Kim Kardashian a few years ago sitting in a office like with, with a, um, we call it for a person doing some type of dermatologist. She was getting a cosmetic treatment to her face. And they mm-hmm. were placing droplets of blood on her face. Mm-hmm. This treatment, yes, this treatment was supposed to rejuvenate her skin. Now, that sounds kind of crazy and freakish, but I did some research, and scientifically speaking, it has been proven that if you take the blood of a younger person and put that blood into an older person, it revitalizes the older person's body. I read that. Yeah, I read that, too. That's scientific fact. Now, I've already given you Frankenstein's one of the favorite monsters. What's also one of their favorites? Vampires. What does a vampire do? What does a vampire do? He drinks the blood so he can live. See, what I tell people is I call myself a conspiracy realist. We get the real conspiracy, the real facts. And we got to look at this. The white supremacist is an individual who has documented his own inferiority. You go back to the Nazis. The Nazis said that they could not create the Uberman, the Superman, because you cannot make, cannot create a 10 out of ones. That's hmm. what Mengele said over there in, in Germany. Well, he cannot create a 10 out of these ones. You know what he did? He went to Africa, a Kelbulon. And he then started tinkering and tampering with the black persons, the black people rather, the melanated family. He went right to the original man to create the right. perfect man. Right. And that's right. why right now you have Africans in certain parts of the uh, the Shark Bay where they have so many melan- I'm sorry, so many mulattoes and Akamaroons and black folks who have lighter skin and some European heritage because the Germans went in there trying to find a way to create the Superman because they couldn't do it with just white blood, white bodies because they don't have the genetics for it. So when right. I tell you that's they come, yeah. So when I tell you they come for our organs, they come for our organs because they know that we are genetically superior. They know that blonde hair and blue eyes naturally is recessive. They know that dark skin is dominant. Dark genes are dominant. They know this. So as you look at what's happening to the black community, understand you are the only one who does not know that you are superior. They know right. who you are. They know your greatness and they all kind of ties in together because, um, you know, from what I know from about Hitler, he was really big into science. Like, he was trying to find aliens, and he was trying to do a whole lot of other kind of stuff. And um, after the war, you know, the United States, they basically, like, took all his information. So we already know how Hitler felt about anybody who wasn't white with blonde hair and blue eyes. So well, Hitler, the thing, the, the, the thing about Hitler is he got his ideology from the United States. Genocide that he produced and did, you know, he got that from the United States. So, we know that about him. You know, he was just all together screwed up. But, you know, I was reminded by one of the guests. Go ahead. No, go ahead. 
I was reminded by one of the guests that um, Rockefeller just received his sixth heart transplant. I mean, he looks ridiculous, but he's up in age, and he just received his sixth heart transplant. So, I mean, mm-hmm. come on now. We know about those Rockefellers. Oh, yes, we do know. Indeed we do. Indeed we do. And I, that's why I keep saying, where are they getting these hearts from? They're not getting yeah. the weakest hearts. They're not getting, they're not, if you're a Rockefeller, you're getting a Bentley, not, not a Buick. They're not getting a baboon party. <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting a Bentley, not a Buick. So well, let's not kid ourselves. Let's not kid ourselves. Right, these right, people, right. these people are straight up Frankenstonian <laughs> vampires, if you will. They're monsters. And if you don't believe yeah. for a second, if you don't believe for a second that a white supremacist is evil, look at the definition of evil. They do all the things. See, the reason why black people are muted and, and stymied is because they don't see past the indoctrination. They don't see past the MK Ultra brainwashing. Mass media right. is brainwashing. All of your, Who's your, talking your about TV. an MK Ultra? I heard that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's one of those things where we are being brainwashed into thinking that, you know what, white people aren't that bad. But the reality is, they are much worse than you ever could think they were. Mm-hmm. They, are, they, they have done things to us that we will never be able to live with if we knew. Oh, And that's yeah. something, that's, I mean, I'm, I'm still think, finding things out that I'm like, what in the world? Like, who would do that? How could yeah, you be, yeah. if, imagine if you're a, a, a man and another man comes into your house Sleeps at your woman in your face, beats you both, beats your kids, then leaves, comes back, beats you, rapes you, and then rapes your woman and you at the same time, then sells the kid that she has after she done raped, raped, raped your woman. And then that's insane. Pathetic. Wait a minute. And that's the insane. fact that the whole family, the whole family didn't feel the unction to rise up and kill that man. Come on now. What kind of MK mind control was going on there? Well, I mean, come well, on. let's. I don't want to get too far off topic, but let's be clear about something. There were thousands of revolutions in the post that we never hear about. Yeah, there were. It wasn't, were. It, wasn't just, it wasn't just Nat Turner. A lot of brothers murdered some slave owners, a lot of them, and they don't right. talk about it. That's why the right. laws are so, that's why the laws are so, so, so harsh, because these brothers were not having it. I mean, it wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't just Haiti that was going crazy. It wasn't just Haiti. Them brothers in America was going wild. They were killing these owners left and right. That's why they came in with these draconian rules and regulations. If you breathe wrong, we're going to kill you. We're going to beat you to death. Because these right. brothers are not having it. And right, that's, why they right. kept, that's why they kept trying to deceive the brothers into being more docile. And right. you know, we'll, we'll leave that at that. But what I want to say is this. Let's understand something very clearly. When it comes to organ harvesting, all we're talking about is fueling the elitist ability to extend their lives. We're right. talking about extending their lives further than, I mean, how can you be 100 years old and still racist? These people are mm. doing this because <laughs> they're, just, they're trying to wait until their, their next phase comes into play. And, uh-huh. and I, I strongly encourage everyone to look into the movements of the white supremacists. Follow the movement of science. And you don't understand that our government is backing everything they're doing. Oh yeah. Uh, the, the United States of government course. is part. They, they are run by a shadow elite that does things that are only useful to the elitists. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. also, I strongly recommend that people watch the United Nations. 
Have you noticed that the UN has a lot of problems with raping people lately? A lot of sexual problems, a lot of, a lot of tension between the, the peacekeepers, whatever that means, and the actual citizens yeah. of these different countries? Right. What they're doing is they're raping these women. They're yes. raping women and they're murdering people and people are disappearing across Africa. Everywhere these peacekeepers go, people are disappearing. Everywhere. They're mm. taking organs not just from American blacks, but African blacks. Africa is like the grocery store for the world. Right. They, they go to get their oil. They go to get their doggone gold, their cell phone. What's that? What's that? Um, I forget the diamonds, everything. You name right. it, it's rubber, it comes everything. out of Africa. Right. I mean, you got to go to Africa. I think the number is, I think around, I think around 190 something billion worth of raw material comes out of Africa every year. And these collective nations give back around 40 billion. So they take out roughly $200 billion and give back 40 and they think they're being charitable. No, hmm. that's a profit. You're not, how are you being charitable when you're making a profit of $160 billion? That's right. insane. They're robbing us blind. And right. I can mention these, these crazy loans they have on us over there, but my thank you is this. They are murdering black people everywhere and stealing bodies everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's what they're mm-hmm. doing. And we mm-hmm. have to look closely at the fact that countries like Israel, countries like America, Britain, the French, all these white nations, you have to look at them and understand that they work in tandem. They work in unison. And they push this global new world order so that they can live longer. They're trying to thin the herd down to a population of about 500 million, I think the Georgia Guidestone says, so that they can live as elitists. Mm-hmm. They want to live as kings and, and rulers and emperors. So they want to get rid of all the people on the planet except for 500 million. And guess right. what? Those are 500 million white people. Yes. And you, you know, we, we have, we've actually learned through this show, Tando Radio Show, um, and I want to say uh, thank you all for supporting Black Talk Radio Network. You can provide a donation by going to www.blacktalkradionetwork.com. Um, but we learned through this program uh, that those elitists, they don't even like each other, but they band together against us to get their agenda um to, to make their agenda happen. So, I mean, it's, it's quite ridiculous, this whole thing. It is disgusting. You, you, know you know what's interesting? Let me take you back a few thousand years. If you go back into the days where the Egyptians said that the technology to build the pyramids came from the gods, mm-hmm. now, you go back then, you'll find that there's legends and mythos about people who had great powers fighting each other. Even back then, these stories of these deities, because keep in mind, we talk about people like Zeus or Hercules or Thor or Odin. Those are all pseudonyms for Nimrod and Semiramis and, 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 and Heru and et cetera, et cetera. Uh-huh. Those, are all, those are all black people because all the, all the deities you see in the movies now, like Thor, he was black. Odin, black. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. these are all black people. Stolen from Achelbulon. Matter of fact, stolen from Babylon, technically. But whatever you want right. to call them, these are stories <laughs> yeah. from black people. Now, that being said, these people are the template that the modern-day white supremacists are trying to emulate. And when you study, when you study the actual philosophy of these Luciferians, 
they're actually adhering to Babylonian principles. They mm-hmm. worship the Babylonian deities. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. for, for example, you go to the Knights Templars, you have Baphomet. That is something used by the Babylonians. That's right. The, that's the goat's head. That's a goat head pan. That's right. Nimrod. Right. What, what is it? It, it, it carries male and female energy. Exactly. And other stuff and, exactly. Yeah, so so, so my, my connection to this, however, is these white supremacists are seeking to reestablish a Babylonian world where you have one government, one money, one monetary system, one religion, one leader, one everything, just like they did back in ancient Babylon. And they're going to do mm-hmm. the same things they did back in ancient Babylon, was right. use right. people for whatever purposes suited their will, whatever made them right. feel good. Right. They took a body part, that's fine. They took a life, that's fine. Whatever they did mm-hmm. was fine. That's where we're headed today, where you no longer control your body. The absolute ruler of the land controls your body. And that's what the United States government is putting into effect with the hella cells. So back in the 40s, we went through a medical, you know, what do you call it, just type of renaissance where a lot of different technologies coming into play, a lot of science coming into play. So in the 50s, when Henrietta went to get the surgery, they were already ready to experiment on the sister. Because they've oh, been yeah. experimenting oh, yeah. for years. So when she mm-hmm. went in there, they're ready for her. And when they took her cells... That was the beginning of our bodies no longer becoming belonging to us. So I believe right. that was in 1980 or the 80s where they had a ruling that said that these body parts belonged to whoever had them in their possession because they were discarded tissue. So we're talking mm-hmm. about a government telling you that your body does not belong to you. So if I take your cells, that's my business. If I take your organ, that's my business. They're making it almost legal to steal body parts. And no one's going after these criminals. Even these guys in Jersey, even these guys in Jersey, these 44 guys in Jersey who were arrested, they were not caught just because of body harvesting. They were caught because they were doing other things too, money laundering and swindling and bouncing checks. So they were doing a bunch Mm -hmm. of different things. The organ harvesting is just part of it. So we got to understand that the government makes everything looks nice and neat. The white supremacist makes his, they make, they make what they do look so clean. They'll say it's the American type cultural collection, ATCC. That's who has the cells, the original stock for Hella. That sounds so clean, but in reality, it's dirty. These are people who stole mm-hmm. the cells from this woman. They didn't clean, clean up anything. They made it dirty. They made, they produced right. these women's cells. They not produced her cells in the facility. They sell these cells anywhere from two hundred dollars to to twelve thousand dollars. That's insane, mm. and the family's right. not getting, and the family's not getting this money. No, nope. the family's not getting this money. So let me get this straight. So you took my mother's body, and you're making we don't know how much they made. Um, they're saying that it's believed that as many as fifty million tons of her cells could be in in, in, in circulation. Oh, mm-hmm. 50 million tons. And this one he sells wow. for, for $200 to $12,000. Wow. And she's not getting a penny from it. Her friends are getting a penny from it. Nothing. Nothing. That's thievery. That's thievery the highest nothing. level. So I mean, you about, can't even use a picture of somebody and not get sued. So that's just 
ridiculous that they would even be able to do that and then slap some some kind of abbreviation on it and make it look official. Right. Well, you know, you know, you know, you know the insult is. Go ahead. You know what the insult is? The insult is the insult is they are called hella cells. H E for Henrietta and L A for uh-huh. Mac. They right. they tell you this is your mama. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, cells. And, right here we got them. And understand something. Not only do they take her cells, but they clone them. Clone. Clone mm-hmm. them. Now you can't clone humans, right? Right. But you're right. but you're cloning yeah. but you but you're cloning this human's cells. So you're cloning a human. Because what are you made up of? You're made up of cells. So I take a bunch right. of cells in your body and clone them. I just cloned you. So you can actually argue that they are using her living body as we speak. Because right. remember, right. remember the importance of the hella cells is that they're quote unquote immortal. These are immortal mm-hmm. cells. Most cells die within a few days after you start playing with them. Her cells don't mm-hmm. die. They live. They live long outside the body. So, right, right. So that's right. You can make an argument from a scientific and moral standpoint that they are playing this woman's living body right now. Yes. This, and, she's and the being, thing is this. She's, this is this is this is much more this is much more in depth than like Similac, you know, the, the things that really built white wealth, you know, I think Chris Rock talked about it. But you know, those people uh who created that type of thing, they are wealthy her family should be wealthy her family should not have to worry about a thing in life ever again her family's poor and what yeah. we'll hear what we'll hear in the uh the news story that's on the clips that we'll get around to um they came to some new settlement agreement but the family still has not and will not be compensated and that that's is correct. like the biggest the biggest form of that, that's just an atrocity to me. I, I can't believe it. But you know they gave the family? keep going on. What did they give the family? They gave the family two people that could sit on a board to decide where to decide who uses the cells. Which they means gave, they don't have a say. <laughs> basically, because they don't get all voted, yeah. obviously. They right. gave them, I believe, a plaque. I believe Henrietta got a, 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 a posthumous degree from some university, whatever. But they gave them basically nothing, mm-hmm. basically nothing. They gave them acknowledgement. They gave her acknowledgement. And I was surprised they went for that, but they did. Now, check this out. Now, the hella cells have been used to develop polio vaccines. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you folks know who works with polio right now. Used to be a company mm-hmm. called the National Foundation for Infantile Paralysis. Now mm-hmm. they're called the March of Dimes. Mm-hmm. March of Dimes. They're exploiting mm-hmm. hella cells. Then, wow. they, then several drugs were created from using her cells, from you know, testing her cells. One of them is the cancer drug, Taxol. So when you're talking about this woman's cells, you're talking about one of the most valuable cell products on probably ever in existence because mm-hmm. they don't die. Right. And right. And the crazy part is now they're trying to tell you that the cell itself can be manipulated to create other types of cells, still the same base cell, but they can add proteins or take things out of it to make it do other things. 
Mm-hmm. And that's how the price goes from, for this particular setting, from 995 to 10250 That is so Frankenstein right there. I mean, seriously, this is just, this is overwhelming. You know, just the things that, it's not that it's new, but the things that we find out that have been done to us for decades and generations, and they're continuing, it's just very disheartening. Um, But like I said before, the knowledge of of, of of what's going on is the first level of, of being able to fight back. Because there's so many of us that just still have no idea. We have, yeah, you um, got have knowledge. The, the Internet available to us, we're too busy being on social media. I mean, and if you use social media the right way, it is informative. Many of us that just still about the things that we need to know about to further the next generation. And we have got to stop it. We've got to get better. We've got to start reading. We've got to start inquiring. We've got to stand up for ourselves. We have to stop being afraid. We just have to do these things in order to, you know, move to the next level. So, yeah, for the next commercial. Um, Ava, what are you thinking about all this stuff? Well, I'm just always... Like I said before, just not shocked at anything that I ever find out. Um, I, I mean, you know the way that we were raised. We were raised that, you know, white people, no matter what, you can think they're your best friend or anything under the sun. But when it comes down to it, they always stick together. So right. whatever they have to do to get ahead, it doesn't matter if your mom was their mammy and breastfed them from her own breast. It doesn't matter. When it comes down to it, it's about them, and we're not them. So, I mean, right. it, it, it's, just, it's just never ending. And so we do something about it to end it. I mean, it's like a, a cycle of abuse. Right, it is. And we just roll over and accept it because we consider their words. Well, people like just want to be words. so comfortable and live in their bubble. I, I know so many people that, you know, I'll tell them something and, I mean, I, I have a few people who take me seriously, but then I have a few people who are very close to me that just, like, don't even want to hear it. Or they think I'm paranoid or they, you know, they think I'm crazy or I read too many books or I look I look too far into things. But it's like, no, why would I not even attempt to scratch the surface of something that I already know needs to be scratched? I'm not just going to take whatever you give to me and be like, oh, yeah, well, this is what it is and, let me just go on Facebook now. No. Right. You right. Know, right. Well, that funny. that all comes with that comes with maturity, you know, because we we are all reared in a certain way. But then when you come to your own understanding of things, and that's when you start to question. What were you saying, Alex? Uh, you know, it's funny. It's you know, I say all the time on Facebook, people think I'm not just straight up insane because I'll say the weirdest stuff. But I say <laughs> that people would rather drink their damn Kool Aid have a big screen TV and sit back and watch what's happening on Housewives or the football game, they go out there and say, stop murdering my, my children. No, they they rather, they, 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 it, it makes them too uncomfortable. Well, and and literally, literally, there are people drinking Kool-Aid. There are still people drinking Kool-Aid. Okay, oh, we can get off on that tangent. But yeah, people are literally drinking the Kool-Aid. Didn't we just talk about that the other day? Yes, literally. Still drinking the Kool-Aid. But, 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 you know, it's just crazy because, like I said, it's, we have this 
and we fight each other to deny the truth. Mm-hmm. We fight each other. If I tell you that the white man is killing your brother right now, there are people looking at me like, stop playing. You're lying. You're making that up. Prove it. Show me. Well, not even I mean, that. Don't say that too loud because we don't want to hear that. We want to just keep sitting here drinking our Kool-Aid. We don't want exactly. to have to or we don't want to have to get our hands dirty. Or, right. I mean, but it's like, you have no choice. Your hands are dirty. They're in it. I, in it. I, tell, I tell people point blank. I tell them there is no way that you ever get freedom by negotiation with an enemy who's immoral. It will not happen. Immoral people don't negotiate. They play games until they have you where they want you, then they kill you. Right. You right. Not, That's so true. If, and, and I tell people, if you look at the history of black Americans, melanated people, Hebrews, whatever you want to call us, look at the history of black people in America. Can you, ever, can you show me any instance where the white man, the racist supremacist, has ever dealt fairly with the black man? Never. Mm. No. No such thing as that. Well, we're coming up on a commercial here pretty soon, so we want to watch how intense we get because we definitely want to hit on all these points, but you are absolutely right. I mean, it's all going to be to their advantage. I don't care what you think or what you learned or what you think you know. It's going to be to their advantage. They are not your friends. White people, white supremacists are not your friends. So we need to get that through our thick skulls and move forward and band together and do what we need to do to stop all this killing going on because we have the power to do that. And we should be coming up on a commercial break right now. certainly and just to let the caller know we'll come to you after um well when sister cc tells me to (laughs) hang in there more than 60 years ago johns hopkins researchers took cells from a cancer patient named henrietta lacks if you don't know the story you should the cells 
fueled medical breakthroughs but were used without her consent. Well, now her family has reached an agreement with the National Institutes of Health. And Terrell Brown reports on that story. And Terrell is with us. Good morning. And Nora, good morning to you. Henrietta Lacks cells have been used in more than 74,000 studies for six decades. And she and her family were never asked for permission. They contain genetic information about the health of much of her family. And now they're getting a say in how those cells are used. In 1951, Henrietta Lacks came to Johns Hopkins Hospital with cervical cancer. While there, doctors removed some of her tumor cells and discovered they could thrive in a lab. It was something human cells had never done before. This biopsy taken from Henrietta Lacks produced a cell line that would grow essentially forever and was immediately distributed all over the world. Named HeLa cells after Lacks, they were used by Jonas Salk to discover the polio vaccine. They also aided research in cancer, AIDS, and diabetes. Dr. Francis Collins, director of the National Institutes of Health, says they've saved millions of lives. This is everywhere. But Lacks, poor and uneducated, died in the hospital, and the scientists took the cells without her consent. Her family's fight to control their use was chronicled in the New York Times bestseller, The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks, and is now being made into a movie by Oprah Winfrey. The message for us was that my grandmother's not just a cell, she's a person. And now 62 years later, the National Institutes of Health is giving them a say. Going forward, all research of the Lacks genome will be approved by a panel with two Lacks family members on it. This is a first thing, time in history for someone to consider the family. Dr. Collins hopes the family story will trigger a shift in science towards privacy. Let's say, may I? <laughs> Let's be sure that we have the chance to explain what that is and give the person a chance to say yes or to say no. The National Institutes of Health also said that in order to find a cure to some of these complex diseases like cancer, patients need to be comfortable providing the type of information that was taken from Henrietta Lacks. The family won't receive any financial gains from this new agreement. This is such a fascinating story because it was taken without her consent. The right. family was not told about it. That obviously violates so many things. And yet her cells and the, the growth of those saved millions of lives. And so many breakthroughs over so many decades. Yes, Henrietta Lacks going down in history. And I'm glad story. the family's reached an agreement. Troll, thank you. Sure. Can I say something? Absolutely. <clears throat> See, that, this is one of the problems um, with our people is that, you know, we want to be so forgiving. We want to be so generous. And for this family to not get financial compensation that would set, set up their future generations for life, it's just unconscionable. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't understand. I, I really don't understand. I mean, I would be telling them, okay. You can use this. You don't have to pay us, but any medicine that you come up with, any treatments that you come up with based on this information that you got from my grandmother, then you can't charge people for that medication. You can't charge people for that treatment because the pharmaceutical companies, these I mean, come on, man. This isn't Cuba. Medical health care is not free in this country and so other people right. are profiting off of this woman's sales and will and mm -hmm. will profit off of them for the foreseeable future and so again you know this just it, it angers me and i'm sure this family ain't rich i'm sure they could use that revenue and again this is we're talking about generational wealth here 
those people that mm-hmm. stole themselves, I'm sure they they their future generations ain't gonna be worried for nothing. So anyway. Right, right. Well, Scotty, you are absolutely right. Um and the way that the book is because I had to read it for school, the way that the book is written, you're thinking that Rebecca Scloot is the great white hope that came in and did this wonderful story on the family when actually She's profiting and taking advantage of the family, too. Now, she doesn't take that stance, but we ain't stupid. Um, and the thing is, um, yes, her family is dirt poor. They don't have anything. There's several family members that were um, ailing and sick. Nobody even offered them at least health care. Like, okay, well, let's give you health care. They didn't give these people nothing. And what they did was basically capitalize on ignorance and people just not knowing anything. Nobody's in their family. You know, let's sue for you. No, nobody's doing anything like that. So they just went in there, took this woman's stuff, capitalized off of it, and somebody's getting rich, but it definitely is not that family. And it is just preposterous. Um, with that being said, do you have that video, Scotty, that I sent to you? Yes, yes. You want me to play it okay, now? Yep. Yeah, let's go ahead and roll into that one, too. Okay, don't forget to call her, though. Don't forget to call her. Call her. Oh, re- wait, be patient. wait, wait. Okay. Hold on. Let, let, let's take that call. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Area code 717. Thanks for being patient. Go ahead with your question and comment. It's Brother Davis again. I'm glad you gave me this opportunity because I'm close to the Lacks family. And some of the members in the family are very upset behind the decisions being made. It's just that the elder children made the decision. In the reality, they had no attorney at all. This was negotiated. Uh-huh between people who have no idea what negotiation is it's like and actually corporations that sent the best negotiators in there. In reality, they made multi-billions of dollars and they gave this, they made it very clear, they gave them not a dime. They gave them two seats yeah. on the board that guarantee them those two people an income and that is absolutely it. I told oh. you Henrietta, Henrietta Lacks' nephew who's about my age, and uh, we actually met years ago at a church scenario. And then uh, we kept in touch and maintained our friendship. But when this whole thing, when this first settlement first came down, me and him personally talked about it. And uh, Mm -hmm. he had said at that particular time that it wasn't handled right, and the people who handled it, really, they should have got an attorney to let the attorney pursue this, where they would have someone who would literally know the ins and outs on how to approach you. But no, they allowed themselves to be subdued into taking work positions instead of guaranteeing their families. Literally, they could have been set up for life with the amount of money that has come out of this whole, what they call the lax sale or the Henrietta lax sale circumstance. But in, in reality, we have to understand this that they're going to do what they want to do. And if you are not astute enough to do your due diligence or get someone who can give you what, because I'm going to tell you, if they would have went to any attorney, they would have took that pro bono because that literally is a windfall however you look at it. Yeah, just think about that. One third, what's the attorney's cut would be? 33%, something like that? Oh, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the sad part about it is, and the nephew has said that there's two sides of the family, like everybody else's. There's an educated side of the family, and it's a non-educated side of the family. 
where there was a clash about this at family outings and everything in reference to how they should represent, be represented. And naturally, those people who had the voice or who are directly in the bloodline are the people who are not educated enough to, or had the resources. And they were willing to put the money together to get an attorney. And the person, the people still said, well, no, we want to handle this different because evidently there was some kind of approach made that made them feel as though they had a friend. But that's just how the system works. And see, mm-hmm. what, what most black people don't understand is that we have two hemispheres of the brain. The left hemisphere is literally uh, analytical and, and statistical. The right hemisphere is creative and uh, they have the ability to allow their imagination to give their wisdom insight. The difference is that left side of thinkers are basically white people. They look red and white. They look at things as black and white. There's no gray areas. That's why the concept of human came about. We were all men, but they had to be a direct connection with how they literally philosophized their education. So they used the term human to let you know that the difference was about color. And see, a lot of people have failed to realize that we have to study, do our due diligence, and teach. Because when we don't, those people who lack knowledge become the victims or the tools of that very system that's killing them. I just wanted to you add that. So right. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. Oh, thank you for that information, Brother Davis, because it helps that you've actually had some connection with the family. Um, and I was just thinking, oh, my goodness, actually, one of the family members is my Facebook friend, and it looks like she's chiming in a little bit. Um, so I don't know. If I have more information about that later, of course, I'll bring it to light. Um, but, again, thank you all for listening to the Black Talk Radio Network. Please support by going to www.blacktalkradionetwork.com. Right now we're going to roll into the next video. If we don't have another caller, Scotty, do you have a caller? Uh, no, that that was the only caller, Brother Davis. Let me go ahead and uh, clear the Q and A Q is cleared. Clear the conference okay. line again. Uh, the telephone number is seven one two seven seven five seventy thirty five. The uh, code is six six zero zero seven nine. Hit pound, and if you have a comment or a question, hit star six and one. So you want me to play that video now? Yes, sir. Okay, here we go. Body parts. They've been selling body parts. This is that's old. That's not new. That's why black people don't like to go to hospitals. They go to get their toes clipped, their fingernails clipped, and they wake up and their foot's gone. They've been utilizing the organs of black people for years, the organs and the, the body parts and the members of African-American people. And that goes back to George Washington. There's a longtime myth that George Washington had wooden teeth. We've heard that myth growing up in school. The reality is George Washington did not have wooden teeth because common sense will tell you you can't put wood in your mouth. It gets wet and wet wood is useless. What George Washington did, he had the teeth of his African slaves yanked out of their mouths and he made dentures out of these teeth. And they're on display. His dentures are on display at museums right now. And that just goes to show the history of African people having our bodies mutilated and our members 
disfigured and mutilated for the betterment and benefit of the dominant society. In America, at least, at least 2,500 black people go missing every year. At least. Never to be found again. Not killed enough. You just don't find them again. Why doesn't that number ever go down? How can you constantly have the same amount of people? Are you trying to say the same killers go out and murder the same amount of people every year? No. Somebody is taking black people off the street. There's been stories on this. Kidnapped by the government. Kidnapped by organ traffickers. Drive-by shooting is organ stealing. I'm worth $50 million and I need a kidney. You know, kidneys are pretty sensitive. You got to find somebody who really got the kidney that matches yours. You think I'm going to wait till somebody die for me to get one? If I don't get one soon, I'm going to die. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to pay somebody to go research people. Okay, let's go look at all the black organ donors. Let's look at all the black people who got an organ donor on their driver's license, which is why I'm not a friend of that. I say, if you want to donate your organs, put it in your will. Say that if I die, this can go to my family, my relatives, my friends, or whomever. But when you put it on your license, I believe you make yourself a public target. And so what did they find? We got a guy in Los Angeles. He has the same blood type as you, same kidney type as you likely. He ain't he healthy though. He ain't likely to die no time soon. He don't know you, so he ain't gonna give you no organ for free. So guess what we're gonna do? We're gonna arrange a murder that makes it look like he was in a car accident. We're gonna arrange a murder that makes it look like he committed suicide. So the next thing you know, you coming out the gas station, boom, you get hit by a Mack truck. You dead, gone. You get taken to the funeral home. Your family come to the funeral. They don't know that before your body got laid to rest. A little hole was poked and they poured your kidney out. A lot of people don't know when you get arrested or even when you get convicted, a lot of times law enforcement or police will swab your mouth for DNA. And now they have your DNA record on file. They have your genetic information on file. And you have to understand with law enforcement, a lot of times they'll sell your information to tabloids and like especially celebrities. They sell their information to tabloids and magazines and news outlets all the time. So it's not a stretch to believe that they won't use your DNA or your genetic information for nefarious reasons. You, my son, cops come by and inform me you've just been shot dead. You don't have jurisdiction over that body. That's the coroner. You can't get that body until the coroner release you. So we get released, we go around and pick it up, and I see all these cuts and these stitches. I just thought they were doing a read to an investigation, following the fact. I know they took your organ. Hmm? I'm under all this stress. My son is dead. Now you buried now. I can't dig you up because the court got the information. Most of those cases is Oregon stealing. It's been known for a long time, even back in slavery times, that black organs were considered superior genetically to other folks' organs. For example, whenever there's a transplant, okay, especially when rich folks get heart transplant, liver transplant, kidney transplant, they like white, they like black organs. We had a famous case in Pennsylvania, Governor Casey was one of the most racist governors who ever lived back in the 19, late 80s, early 90s. He had a heart transplant. Guess who heart they gave him? A black person's heart. Down in Georgia, there was a case of an African-American 17-year-old kid who was found mysteriously dead at school. He died in the gym. They did an autopsy and they buried him. His family, they weren't satisfied with the results because they, they still wanted to know what happened to their son. They had the body exhumed, found out that 
His organs were missing and his body was stuffed with newspapers and people are still trying to find answers. The officials down there in Georgia, they act like they don't know what's going on. There was another case out here in California. A young African-American man was found dead in Death Valley in the, in, the, in the desert. All of his organs were missing. His liver, heart, lungs, kidneys, all gone. There's a case in, in the UK recently. A Somalian girl was brought over there for organ harvesting. They found out they were going to harvest her organs and they stopped that. There was another case in Asian couples. They went over to Africa. They adopted a black girl. Two weeks later, she was dead. So these cases of organ harvesting are just going on all over the world, and people are being real quiet about it. The Rodney King riots. <laughs> the cops arrested 18,213 black folks. They couldn't account for 10,000 of them. That's what happened in New Orleans. Remember when you saw those helicopters? They were picking up all them black babies and taking them up in the helicopter. And my husband and I sit down and said, we wouldn't have sent our flying with them. I don't care who they was. We all died in the water together. We wouldn't have sent our baby up there. And they never got a bunch of those children back, as we all know. Organ harvesting in Africa, it's a business. In fact, they've set up so many sophisticated places around the so-called third world where there are nations like France England, New Zealand, Israel, all these places now are looking in the impoverished areas because in, mostly in these impoverished areas like Brazil, uh, places in South Africa, uh, right here on this continent, wherever there's poverty, there's crime. And wherever there's crime, you know there's a lot of deaths and there's a lot of shooting. They are killing black people for their organs. Think about it. Organs are the only commodity that people must have to live that you cannot buy in a store. So if I am sick and I need a heart, I can't buy that. And we know all the problems with the fake hearts, that it can give a pacemaker to a bad heart. But what about when the heart needs to be replaced? You got to find a match and it ain't none on the donor list. And I'm worth $50 million and I could care less about black people anyway. Guess what? Somebody going to get shot in a drive-by. Switch over to Haiti. Uh, Jean Belrive. At the time, he was the prime minister at the time when Katie was hit with that earthquake that killed over 130,000 uh, brothers and sisters down there in that island. They had a report on CNN with Jean Belrive, and he said specifically that there was organ harvesting and child kidnapping going on. And we have already reports of lot of trafficking, even of organ trafficking. Of organ trafficking? Yeah. Now? Now, already. Of the victims of the earthquake? Yeah. So, Do you know that for sure? Yeah, I know that for sure, and it was discussed in Montreal during the conference. If you live in Los Angeles and you want to adopt a black child, why not get one from Los Angeles? You have every age, every skin color, every hair type, whatever you want, it's here. Because black kids are not being adopted by black people. But instead, you want to go all the way to Ethiopia and get one. You want to go all the way to Haiti and get one after the earthquake. You want to go all the way to the Middle East and get one. And East Africa and a Middle Eastern country, I believe, are the two top countries for international adoption. Why? Because they have poor supervision and tracking processes. Once you get a baby from Ethiopia, and as we know, Ethiopia is one of the poorest countries on the continent. Once you get a baby from Ethiopia and bring them back to America, the Ethiopian government and their adoption agencies really don't have the technology or the resources to follow up 
and see what you're doing with that child. In fact, I've read articles on it where they say that after about six months, we never hear from the child again or the person who adopted them. Okay, that was the video on Henrietta Lacks and also the Oregon Harvesting video. And we heard from some of the greats on that video, including Paul Mooney, um, Umar Johnson, Dr. Umar Johnson, and also Dick Gregory. And so, you know, there you have it, though. Seriously. I mean, goodness gracious. What more information do we need? What we need to do is continue to do investigation, and we need to continue to uh, research and study these things so that it will be brought to light, you know, in our minds. Our minds will be enlightened and just know that these people, these white supremacists, mean us no, nothing well, no well-being at all. So, um, Scotty, do we have another call? Oh, no, I we guess don't. Not. No, we don't? Okay. So, let me get into a little bit of a story. Now, a couple months ago, I came on Sando's show and I kind of was ranting and raving because I was kind of, I was upset, but um, I'll tell you a story. Um, my daughter, who is 15, I took her to get a sports physical. Now, I have three other children older than her from ages 24 to 15. So I've been through many a sports physical and I know how this is supposed to go down. So I took the girl in to get her a sports physical, should have taken like no time at all. Long story short, Took her in there. Those uh, those doctors who are both white wanted to give her the HPV shot. They're pushing this shot on people big time, but I have chosen not to do this because I don't believe in vaccines anymore. And I have some information about this shot that is just not favorable to my daughter's well-being, so I just chose not to do this. Um, with that being said, they pressured me and wanted me to give her this shot. I didn't want to do that. Um, also, they were concerned because she hadn't started her menstrual cycle yet. Um, they wanted to do a, an exam on my daughter. Why in the world would I let you do an exam on my daughter? I didn't prepare her for that. That is just preposterous. It wasn't going to happen. So the doctor continued to try to pressure me. And she said, well, if you're not going to do this, then I have to be assured that you're going to bring her back here. And let me add on to that. They wanted to do a vaginal exam on my daughter and wanted me to leave the room. Now, how crazy is that? That is just retarded. So, of course, I didn't agree to any of that. So, a couple weeks later, the doctor's office calls me on my cell phone and bullies me and says, well, you know, uh, we're calling so that you can bring your daughter back in for that exam. And I said, you know, we won't be coming back there anymore. I'm sorry. Now, we've been at this doctor's office for 19 years, and it was, it was terrible because, one, that wasn't my normal pediatrician. But I told them we weren't coming back. So you know what happened next? Let me tell you what happened next. They called Child Protective Services on me. Those people harassed me from May until two weeks ago, okay? So let me tell you, what they're doing is serious. They're not playing around. They're going to try to get what they want to get from you, and you have to be ready to stand up and say, hey, this, this is my child or this is my body, and I don't have to deal with this. So what I did was I mobilized a group of people, and we stood against these people. That meeting lasted all of two minutes, and they left me alone. So I'm done with it. But I'm saying you got to learn. I told you that story because you got to learn to stand up for your children and for yourself because these people are trying to take things from you that they have no right to. Um, 
Alex, what do you have to say yeah. about that? Well, I'm, I also am not in favor of vaccinations. Um, and I have a whole bunch of craziness to talk about when it comes to vaccinations. What I will say very quickly is we must understand that there's an attempt to destroy us from the very smallest molecule to the very largest piece of our body. They want us gone. They want to do this without a war because they can't win a war against 45 to 50 million entrenched people who want to survive. They can't do that. So that's one of the things about Margaret Sanger that people like Nixon liked is that they wanted to find ways that we could be lulled to sleep and tricked into killing ourselves. So when it comes uh-huh. to these vaccinations, that's also part of that agenda. That's why when you have people in India getting these vaccinations from Mr. Gates, the children actually run and hide when they hear about the people coming because they have friends, dozens of friends who have died or become paralyzed after receiving these vaccinations. And when you look at the data, you have people like Gates who will admit that, yes, some people might be paralyzed. Some people may have an adverse reaction. Because what happens is some of the people that get the polio vaccination get actually the virus, the disease, polio. Right, because polio. that's what's in the vaccination is polio. So, and they, they try to tell you this is not true, it can't happen, but when you look at what's happening, there's a documentary on YouTube about the Georgia Guidestones, and they actually show at the end of the video a portion where the guy goes to India to research what the, the, the New World Order philosophy, and he sees these small, these big buildings making small apartments. I don't know if folks heard about how they're trying to make... Um, these small apartments that are about the size of two parking spaces and fit whole families into those world apartments. Well, they're doing it right now in India. That's part of the, the, the New World Order, and it's all written about on the Georgia Guidestones. But anyway, so in India, they're building these buildings, and they're putting families in there. And this guy went to India, was trying to talk to children and people about these vaccinations, and they told this guy, it's on camera, how when they hear about these people coming, they run because they know people who have died after getting these shots and people get crippled after getting these shots. They tell them, man, right there on camera, they run. These children, you can also go to, um, I don't support Alex Jones, but he has some good information occasionally, but this is one thing he has right. He's talking about the fact that you can actually see the people in India running from these people with these these diseases. I don't know if you guys remember, you probably know this already, but there's a mythology that states that before the Black Plague was hitting Europe, there were men waving like sickles, men and tall men with like um, hooded like black robes on, waving like something in the air, like a sickle. And mm-hmm. people say that was Father Time, we call him Death or Kronos, what we want to call him, but that mythos is very interesting. And, and it reminds me of some of these children who are running from these death dealers. Because what they're doing is they're doing the same thing that the mythology said that these people do. They wave something in the air. In this case, they give you a vaccination. And if you don't run, you die from it. Or you get crippled from it or catch a disease from it. So we got to understand that some of the mythology that we've been taught is just in books and just nonsense. Some of that has a place in reality. Because these people really are doing things to other humans that seem magical. 
If I told you one man with a small case could murder 55 people, you would think I was crazy. Except in that case is a polio vaccine that murdered exactly 55 people. With no violence. No fighting. No kicking. So what I'm saying is vaccinations themselves are dangerous because, number one, we don't know what's in them. Mm-hmm. We have no idea what's in a vaccination. On right. top of that, we know that they put stuff in the vaccination like mercury, aluminum, which are things that do not do well in the society of human body. Why would you put these, these, these metals inside this particular medicine, this particular cure? Mm-hmm. And I said to a doctor one time, I said, well, I'm not going to let my son take that, that, that shot because I don't think the human body's made to work well with mercury. Mm-hmm. And the doctor's trying to explain how these metals help the actual, you know, medication state. It, it holds together. It makes it go in smoothly. And I said, it makes no sense. It makes no <laughs> sense. I'm not, I'm not allowing it. And, and wow. actually, out of a situation where I did not have to have the shots at that time, so we didn't take them, and we have not taken them since. Mm-hmm. I mean, now, now I'm sure I'll have some issues when he goes when my son my son goes back to school, but I'll deal with that at that time. But the long story made short is this. We as parents have to look out for the best interests of our children no matter what happens. I think that's something that black people have lost over time. They've lost their common sense and start going with the white man's sense. I'm sorry, not the white man's sense, the white supremacist sense. Because what's happening is the white elitist is telling you to do this and do that and making you do it or else you pay a penalty. We have to buck back against that, press back, push and fight it, because if we do not, we will be non-existent. That's right. That's right. And you ha- that's right. You have to actually, too, make sure that your children see that that's what they need to do, because they are being programmed in this school system not to buck back. And that's the exactly. thing. Right. I, w- I would urge everybody on this call to homeschool your children. I don't care if you don't think you can do it. None of us think what we can, think that we can do it because that's what you've been programmed to think. But you are your children's first teacher. There is many programs. And this network, Black Talk Radio Network, supports homeschool. We have a, a, um, a couple programs that are in the archives where we have um, talked about homeschooling. And I would urge you guys to look that up because as a community, we can do anything. Maybe not as an individual. Of course, we all need to go to work and make a living. But guess what? Your children come first. No matter what. They didn't ask to be brought here. They didn't ask to be put into a school system where they are being tortured, belittled, and all kind of subliminal messages being put into them. They didn't ask for that. And the reality is you don't know what's going on in that school unless you're sitting there every single day and you're not doing that. Nobody's doing that because we look at the school as a babysitter. I've been guilty myself using the school as a babysitter. And well, these people, these white we, people are doing all kinds of stuff to your kids. We have a caller, uh, area code oh. 813. Should I pick up the line? Absolutely. Pick up the line. Okay. 813, please go ahead with your question or comment. Hey, family, it's Kaziah. How's everyone? Hey, Kaziah. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So I was, I wanted to comment about, um, when we talk about the, the organs, basically the organs filling, I'm just going to say it how it is. Um, mm-hmm. 
what I want to say about that is what we have to realize also scientifically and um, medically that black people carry the O-type blood. Most black people carry the O-type blood, at least 50%. Now, when you look at those numbers, you have to remember also that we, um, we're a small part of the population. So even a small part of the population carries that O-type. And that O-type can go to anyone. So mm. what that means is your blood, your organs can go to any other type of um, blood type and any other person. But mm-hmm. the, thing, the key to that is no one, no other type can come to you but O. So as the mm. original, as we look at that O, original, we, mm-hmm. can all, we can give, but we can only receive from each other. Mm-hmm. And when I say each other, I'm saying O type. So I just wanted people to be aware to know your blood type because in the medical field, being being the profession I'm in, we know your t- blood type is is recorded, is record. So at some point, if you have that O type blood, or your child has that O type, or whatever case may be, be aware that you are being watched, you are being followed, you are mm-hmm. being, you are on the radar because you are very significant when it comes to organ donor, when it comes to any type of blood, even to clear your face as Kim Kardashian does, or whatever case may be, you are very significant because you have what, quote, unquote, the immortal type. Again, O, original, and we carry the most of that. Wow. So well, I just wanted to comment on that and make sure everyone is aware of knowing your blood type because that's very important. So I guess I should feel relieved that I have o, uh, AB positive. <laughs> well, <laughs> But they still have the side of Oregon, so don't get it twisted. <laughs> so, but just, just in essence, we just need to, that's just something else to be key and to be aware of. We still are on the radar regardless because we still have, uh, we're very significant with the melanin and so forth, but we just have to, just that's just something else to add and to be aware that in my profession, I we do look at your blood type when it comes to okay. certain things. Yeah. And let, wow. me, let me say something well, about um, let me say something real quick about organ um, donating and transplants, very, very briefly, if you don't mind. We got to understand something that um, in 1984, something called the National Organ Transplant Act was passed. That made it very, very illegal to sell or traffic vital organs for profit. But that it's illegal. However. The idea of doing something with tissue that's not an organ itself is kind of hazy. Mm-hmm. So any part of your body that's not specifically an organ that someone's trafficking, it becomes kind of like um, confusing what the law should do. And in many cases, because the law is also affected by big businesses, they side on the side of big business, which means that they sidestep or do nothing. So we understand that a lot of loopholes exist for people who are actually moving body parts that may not that are not organs. And that right. goes back right. to that goes back to the hella cells once again. Well, that goes back to my daughter. You lay her down on a gynecological table. First of all, that's not going to happen. But then you go in and you harvest whatever you want to harvest out of her because her mom is on the outside, you know, and I let you do this stuff. God knows what they're doing, but you better believe they're doing something. They're not looking at well, keep, keep, keep in mind that a cell 
is not an organ. So if someone takes a cell, they're not taking your organ. So that, once again, that becomes debatable. I mean, is, is, is a sperm cell an organ? Is, 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 is an egg an organ? If those right. are, I think we have I think we have a commercial coming up, Scotty. Is that what that is? Oh, uh, yes. Okay, oh, we have a commercial. We'll come back, Alex. Yes, indeed. Okay. Are you searching for the best in online black radio? Then go to blacktalkradionetwork.com, helping you filter through the noise. Real talk, black talk. The Tando Radio Show, and we are talking about organ harvesting. On the phone, we have with us Alex Avery. Kaziah, Scotty, and myself. If you would like to chime in, feel free to call in, and the number is 712-775-7035, and the code is 660079, and you can dial star six to get in um, if you would like to make a comment. So, Alex, please continue on with what you were telling us. Yeah, so what I'm saying basically is the way our government is is set up right now, rather, they are making it easy to say that we don't support organ trans trafficking or organ illegal organ transplants, whatever. But what they are doing at the same time is saying that we don't scrutinize those who move tissue that you discard or tissue that is not an organ. So that is something that, although it may be technically illegal, they're not enforcing any type of criminal activities, proceedings against individuals who are doing it. And it's been happening for decades. And this is something that goes back to, literally goes back to the Hellasville issue. Some of these laws that are passed were meant to block movements by people who were trying to protect their family members like Henrietta Lacks. And that's one reason why the folks could not make a lot of progress is once these laws were passed, you can't do anything now. Because the law says that, well, this is legal, but this isn't. This may not be. Well, you got to prove it. And if you don't have a big-time lawyer, you can't prove these type of things. And also, this is the same act that's helping Planned Parenthood traffic in discarded tissue. Remember, they consider aborted fetuses as discarded tissue. So now that whole body is legally not an organ, but discarded tissue. So they can dissect that tissue and take out organs and sell them and still not be violating the law as the government is allowing to be used right now. Let me say something else very clearly, too, and I think this very clear. The purpose of a law is to keep people who are good citizens in line. Laws can never control quote-unquote, bad citizens or criminals. Laws don't control criminals. That's why they're criminals. Remember that. Right. So only those – well, some people forget. Some people think that because they have laws on the books that we're safe. That's nonsense. We've had laws for civil rights for 100 100 years, we're not safe. So the bottom line is we must understand that these people 
operate outside of the laws as we know them. And the government right. sidesteps as they're doing it. That's an immutable fact. So what we must do as logical people is we must find ways to provide our own medical treatment. That's the only solution right. to this problem. We must treat ourselves, heal ourselves, use our own natural medicines, which we've done for thousands of years. Yes, people, absolutely. People forget, forget that hospitals are not miracle factories. Hospitals are places where you go where people experiment on you, basically. Mm -hmm. A lot of stuff they give you, they don't know if it works or not. A lot of stuff they give you doesn't work. Right. That's why a doctor, a doctor doesn't give you a miracle cure. He says, what's wrong with you? He says, hey, try this. That's really right. what's happening. So what I'm you're, saying is, right. what I'm saying is this. We must understand that the way the government works is to support those who support it. Big business, white supremacists, and government all are the same thing from our, from our perspective. We must never forget that. When we get in trouble, does Nike come running? Does Walmart come no. running? Well, well, think about this. When black people get uh, come on the fire, if we're in Ferguson, where's the, where, where's the rep from Nike sneakers? Where's Michael Jordan? When we're in trouble in these cities where, where people are shooting at us, sitting with tear gas and wood pellets and bringing the tanks out, how many big companies come? Where, where's Lincoln? We buy more Lincolns than anybody. Have you ever heard Lincoln say anything to support a black person? Mm -mm. <laughs> I mean, matter of fact, we, we buy all these Lincolns. When you turn on the TV, who's driving a Lincoln? It was Tiger mm. Woods, but now it's a white guy. It's an actor. I forget, I forget his name, McConaughey or Mohammed, whatever his name is. But some white actor is the, the guy who's representing, you know, Lincoln. Matter of wow. fact, no, Tiger, Tiger's Buick. I was I don't recall a black guy representing Lincoln, actually. So, so my bottom line is, we got to understand this is how white supremacy works. Even when we give you all our money, you still don't put us on. You put a white guy right. in the car, you us sitting there watching. So we got to understand that big business, white supremacists, and government all work together. And that's yeah. why you have, you were talking earlier about how white people had companies where they got their wealth from. I submit to you that the majority of white wealth in this nation came from slavery. Cotton, yeah. tobacco, oh, yeah. rice, and selling those products to other countries. We made other countries rich to the tune of hundreds of trillions of dollars. We made them yeah. so wealthy. We created the wealth that this nation uses to bully around the rest of the world. So we always remember that the first products traded in this country were us. Right, right. Sister uh, CC, I think we got a call. Somebody's calling the okay. studio line. Oh, uh, let me right. give me okay. just a second. Area code two zero six. You are on the Tando radio program. Please give us your name. Go ahead with your question and comment. Okay. Hi, uh, uh, my on. name is. Is this, is this Jeff? Yes. Okay, Jeff. Hold on just a second. Let me explain what's going on. Okay, everybody. Um, we have enjoyed this conversation with Alex, Avery, Josiah, myself, and Scotty. But right now, we're going to take a moment um, to give a spotlight shout out to Mr. Jeff Cheetah. And he would like to explain to us um, his, his, about his book that he's created. So we're going to take a break in this, and hopefully we'll have a little bit of time left to wrap everything. Jeff, go ahead and tell us about the book. Uh, thank you, Cece. Uh Yeah, my name is Jeffrey Cheatham. Uh, I recently published 
uh, children's book titled The Family Jones and the Eggs of Rex. It's been, it's uh, been out for a year now. And the main, the main idea behind it is uh, I wanted to create a book that highlights family, friendship, and treating others with respect and kindness. So I created this, uh, children's book, you know, to highlight the, the story. And the story is about a family. They just move into a new neighborhood. They find a book and a bracelet in their backyard and it magically sends them to a landfill of dinosaurs where they help a family of T-Rex recover their eggs that were stolen by a pterodactyl. And the, the main reason why I created the story is because of my daughter, of course. Uh, a couple of years ago, I was going through a phase where I wanted to figure out what I wanted to write. I was writing movie scripts, poems, and things like that. And one day, she wanted to go to a bookstore to find a dinosaur book. So I took her there. They didn't have any dinosaur books, so I decided just to write one. That was kind of like the light bulb that went off for me. So created the book. I uh, really am proud of my work. I really want to highlight family and things like that with people I know and the people in my community, you know, in different aspects. So, yeah, just uh, created my book to do that. Okay. Well, Jeff, thank mm-hmm. you for coming on to tell us about your book. Tell us how people can view your book, get information on it, where to buy it. Um, how to get in contact with you. Let us know those things so people are aware. Oh, no problem. Uh, you can uh, find me on my website. It's www.jlcheatham.com. Cheatham is spelled C-H-E-A-T-H-A-M. You can go on my website, click on the link that says The Family Jones, and it sends you to a page where it highlights a couple of my pages from the book, uh, shows you the commercial I've created for YouTube, and it shows you links in order to order my book. And uh, that's the best way you do it. You can look me up on Facebook, J.L. Cheatham. Uh, also on Instagram, Big Jeff Cheatham, uh, everything like that. So, yeah, you know, I'm okay. really out here just trying to grow, make things happen. So, support. <laughs> okay. Well, we thank you, and we are so happy to support you. People will look up the information, um, and we will uh, put, put this on the Tando Radio Facebook page in case um, the audience listeners missed out on something. But thank you, Jeff, for calling in, and thank you for being a local business here in Seattle. And we will talk to you again really soon, okay? All right. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, um, Scotty, are you there? Um, how yes. many more minutes do we have? Uh, like, we, we have about 11 minutes? minutes. I think I accidentally hung up on, uh, let me get him back on the line, 860. Whose area code is that? Oh. oh. Okay. Um, I think Alex. Yeah, yeah. Hang up on. Uh oh. Okay, I think we got him back. <laughs> yes, indeed. Alex. Okay. okay sorry. Um, How are you? Yeah, we got. So we um, got about ten more minutes. minutes left. Yeah. So let's go ahead and wrap it up. Let's get our final thoughts. We can, of course, continue this conversation offline and online. But we're, we're, for the listeners' sake, we'll go ahead and um, get a, a, a few last words in because we got a few minutes left. So, Alex, what would you like to say in wrapping everything up? One thing I did want to discuss before we got the show tonight was the fact that this organization out there called ISIS or ISIL or the Caliphate, they also have been accused of forcing doctors to harvest organs. So when you're looking at ISIS, remember that you're talking about an organization that has ties to the, the dark side of our government. 
the Western countries support ISIS. And we can get into another show, as you just said, but ISIS has been accused of forcing doctors to harvest organs from people that they have killed or people that have been injured or people who they want to get rid of. So they've been, mm-hmm. they've been killing people and taking their organs and selling them to fund the operations. That's, that's, mm. that's something that's very, very interesting. Right, and that, right. And, that, and, and that's from the Owl Monitor, and that's a paper out there in the Middle East. So the, U, the UN also acknowledges this. The UN acknowledges mm-hmm. that they know of the fact that ISIS is accused, rather, of harvesting organs from people. So that's something that we should all be aware of, too. Wow. So you're telling us that ISIS, ISIL, whatever, is a part of our government, which, of course, we know that w- when watching the news, they're portraying something else, which is not unusual for the news. We know that Typical. they're not, yeah, not telling us what we need to know, but what they want us to think. So, yeah, that is an important thing right there. Um, wow. It just gets, the rabbit hole gets deeper. It's not good. When you, so, when you study, I'm sorry, when, when you study the movement of ISIS's money, the government, our government admits to giving them money. They admit it. Also, you can find pictures of ISIS driving brand new Toyota trucks all in a row. Where'd those trucks come from? Wow. The cave. Well, see, that's, that's the history of the United States, though. They always fund somebody until whatever. I don't know if it's that they can't control them anymore. And then, it, I mean, they they backed Osama bin Laden all the way up until he decided he was the Taliban or however that happened. But, I mean, well, we, that's been we fund, what do they do? We funded, we funded bin Laden, absolutely. That's, we funded al-Qaeda also. But also, mm-hmm. another thing, al-Baghdadi, who is the head of ISIS, we had him in captivity for, I believe, four to five years or so, four or five years, and he was, he was deemed to be a non-threat and released. A couple of years later, he came out with ISIS. Mm-hmm. I mean, so this is all very interesting. We, we, we watch the, when you watch the little breadcrumb trail, you start to see very quickly how our government is embedded with all these guys. Yeah. So we, got, we, got, we got to always remember that governments go to war to maintain their, their power. Oh, yeah. That's what oh, yeah. They, so so yeah. this is part of their game. This is a game. That's they why they're doing everything by violence. Here. That's it. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. Absolutely. There's no, there's no, there's no ISIS attacks here. The attacks you're seeing that are going on right now are all everybody that that's been shot or killed has been someone under government surveillance already. I'll even go a step further. Every person that's been captured or killed or identified by the government has either been a snitch informant or has been under surveillance by the government or set up by the government to do something. I mean, every one of them. You can find no one that they weren't watching already who committed any type of ISIS-type terrorism. None in America. None. Mm, mm, mm. You know what? Like I said, it gets the rabbit hole deeper and deeper. But we just have to be in the the know that there is a rabbit hole. I mean, first of all. Because some of the stuff... What? I was going to say, and this might be a little off topic, but I'm reading this book right now. You know, I told you about um, Strom Thurmond's daughter wrote a book because he has a daughter that's half black. And, right. um, well, who, wait, who, who's, 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 who's Strom Thurmond for some of us that don't know? And why is this relevant? Well, what, what, what is his daughter? Is he black or white? 
No, he's he's a white man. He's not alive anymore. He died, I think, in like 2003 or something like that. And he was like um, a senator from North Carolina who, you know, they okay. really believed in segregation and all of that. They didn't believe that blacks were equal. No surprise. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, he he was like, and he started out as um, maybe a lawyer. Yeah, and then he was a judge and. He came from this elite family who owned slaves and fought in the Civil War alongside the generals and all of it. So for him to have mm-hmm. black daughters, like, totally contradictory of whatever the life was that he lived. So anyway, the point that I was going to make is that, um, you know, when the United States goes to war with a country or however it goes, when it's over or quote-unquote over, they always usually, like, leave people there to teach them how to, you know, be a democracy or whatever it is that they need to give them these skills so that they can keep this peace that they supposedly came and plowed through and brought. But my okay. whole thing is that after the Civil War, there was nobody there to protect the black people. There was nobody there to, like, enforce that you guys are not going to be stepped on anymore. Like, they had the war, and they went back home. So then... Well, yeah, that's home. true. And, I mean, like, that was just really... It was just something that came to my mind as I was reading the book. Like, they didn't leave anybody there to help these people, to protect them, or even to just maybe stand around like the National Guard. Like, nothing. Right, right. Well, that's what they do. I mean, just like slavery, after slavery, it's like, oh, you're free now. Go ahead and figure it out. Well, nobody can figure it out. That's crazy. But um, but then even was, the people I mean, that did figure it out, we know what they did to them. Yeah, so. Black Wall Street, they burned everybody out, and they're still doing that. Um, But the yeah. show is coming to a close, if I'm not mistaken, because we have like five minutes left. But um, in, ending it all, uh, organ harvesting is going on. It's been going on for years. Um, also, it looks like, you know, they are harvesting organs just like they're doing precious metals. And those that listen to this show know about precious metals and the dynamics of all that. So um, I want to say thank you to all for um, letting me do the show today. Thank you, Scotty. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, everybody. I look forward to talking to you soon. Please join the Black Talk Radio Network. Um, Scotty, how much time do we have? Four minutes. Four minutes. Oh, we have four minutes. <laughs> um, yes. Well, thank you for everybody um, participating in the show. For those that didn't call in or those that missed part of the show, um, you can definitely go on um, the Black Talk Radio Network website and you can access the show there. Because um, I are you still there? Yes, I'm still here. Okay. Is there anything you would like to say in closing um, to our people here? Sure. Um, what I wanted to say was I heard Alex say earlier how we have to start, you know, basically, you know, work um, practicing with the natural medicines. And when I say that, I'm, um, we have to get off the synthetic medication, okay? Because mm-hmm. what, what just happens is we become so dependent on, you know, government providing and society providing things that are of the synthetic, and we have to to become stronger, we do have to get off the synthetic medications. And what eventually will happen with that is um, insurance companies and or doctors, um, we talked about immunizations earlier, it's going to get to a point where you need these medications like insulin and so forth that are very important heart medications. And if you don't 
take a flu shot or you don't take the pneumonia shot or whichever immunization they would like you to take, you won't get those medications. So eventually, it'll come down to where these immunizations are required for you to get those medications that they know are vitally important to you to um, continue to live. So if you get off those medications and you do the necessary to contact whatever naturopathic doctor, naturopathic uh, wellness coach, or whatever case may be, a herbalist, you have to do what it takes to wean yourself off those medications so you, as we as people, can become more natural and not so dependent and become self-sufficient. That is very important because it's getting ready to get harder to get these medications. It's easy right now to some, but it's getting ready to get harder. Yes, that's absolutely true. And the thing is, again, I'll go back to what I said before. We have looked at the doctors as if they are God himself, like the words that they say is true. And I'm going to tell you, our mom just passed away in January from cancer. And, you know, it, it, it brings up a lot of questions in my head. You know, what could have been done? What was done? What, uh, you know, what did they do here? You know, because you know that they don't mean you anything good. I mean, just at all. So you have to well, stop. We already and, saw how that went, though. It was almost like they had no use for her because she didn't want to get chemotherapy. So it was just right, like, okay, we'll just hurry right. up and die. Then. Absolutely. Yep, just hurry up and die. You don't want to do chemotherapy. We can't make money off you. So here, we're going to. And I mean, they would problems. basically say that to her. It, it, oh, that yeah. was basically what they were saying to her. I had to tell them to that stop is, saying that is stuff what like they said. So like, they basically what, what uh, will discard you if they can't use you. So just um, yeah, get ready for a change. And like Kaziah said, you definitely need to make sure that you are getting off of those medications. It can be done. You need to research. Stop getting on the Internet for no reason. Get on there and find out about vital information for your life and your family's life. But we have one minute left. Um, thank you again for everybody coming on the show. Thank you, Alex, so much. We are glad to make your acquaintance. You are now a friend of the show. Thank you, Keziah. Thank you, Avery. Thank you, Scotty. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much the end of the show now. All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks for having me. It was great being here. Had yes. a great time. Yes, thank you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.